Chapter Twenty Six of The Rover Boys in the Jungle by Arthur M. Winfield. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Reading by Matt Perard. Chapter Twenty Six: The Last of Josiah Crabtree. All listened intently to the story Dick had to tell, and he had not yet finished when Dick Chester presented himself having been attracted to the vicinity by the roars of the lion and the various pistol and gunshots this crabtree must certainly be as bad as you represent he said i will have a talk with him when i get back to our camp it won't be necessary for you to talk to him answered dick grimly if you'll allow me i'll do the talking all right grinned the yell student do as you please we are getting tired of him chester and cujo descended into the hollow to examine the lion there was a bullet in his right foreleg which chester proved had come from his rifle he must be the beast frank rand and i fired at from across the lake probably he had his home in the hollow and limped over to it during the night in that case you are entitled to your fair share of the meat if you wish any said randolph rover with a smile but i think the pelt goes to tom for he fired the shot that was really fatal and that skin did go to tom and lies on his parlor floor at home today several of the students from yale had been out on a long tour the afternoon before in the direction of the mountain and they had reported meeting several natives who had seen king susco he was reported to have but half a dozen of his tribe with him, including a fellow known as Poison Eye. "'That's a bad enough title for anybody,' said Sam, with a shudder. "'I suppose his job is to poison their enemies if they can't overcome them in regular battle.' "'Um tell de truth,' put in Cujo. "'Once de Mibi tribe fight King Susco and whip him. Then Susco send Poison Eye to de Mimi camp.' Next day all drink water, get bad, and men, women, and children die off like em flies. That's cheerful information, said Tom. And why did they slay the poisoner? Everybody afraid to touch him, afraid he be poisoned. I'd run my chances, providing I had a knife or a club, muttered Tom. Or a pistol, finished Sam such rascals are not fit to live dick as can readily be imagined was hungry and before the party started back for the lake the youth was provided with some food which alec had very thoughtfully carried with him it was learned that the two parties were encamped not far apart and dick chester said he would bring his friends to see them before the noon hour was passed i don't believe he will bring josiah crabtree said tom i reckon crabtree will take good care to keep out of sight tom was right when chester came over with his friends he said that the former teacher of putnam hall was missing having left word that he was going around the lake to look for a certain species of flower which so far they had been unable to add to their specimens but he will have to come back said the yale student he has no outfit with which to go it alone he was right crabtree put in an appearance just before the sun set over the jungle to the westward 
he presented a most woe-begone appearance having fallen into a muddy swamp on his face i-i met with a an unfortunate accident he said to chester i fell into the um mud and it was only with great difficulty that i managed to uh, to extricate myself josiah crabtree you didn't expect to see me here did you said dick sternly as he stepped forward and then the others of his party also came out from where they had been hiding in the brush the former teacher of putnam hall started as if confronted by a ghost why uh, where did you come from rover he faltered you know well enough where i came from josiah crabtree cried dick wrathfully you dropped me into the hollow for dead didn't you why i uh, that is stammered crabtree but could actually go no further don't waste words on him dick put in tom give him the thrashing he deserves thrashing gasped crabtree yes thrashing replied dick if we were in america i would have you locked up but out here we must take the law into our own hands i am going to thrash you to the very best of my ability and after that if i meet you again i'll i'll don't shoot him on sight suggested alec you shall not touch me said the former teacher with a shiver chester rand will you not aid me against this uh, savage young brute don't you call dick a brute put in sam if there is any brute here it is you and every one in our party will back up what i say mr crabtree i have nothing to say in this matter said dick chester it would seem that your attack on rover was a most atrocious one and out here you will have to take what punishment comes but you will help me won't you rand pleaded the former teacher nervously no i shall stand by chester answered rand and will you too see me humiliated asked crabtree turning to the other yale students i the head of your expedition into equatorial africa mr crabtree we may as well come to an understanding said one of the students a heavy-set young man named sanders we hired you to do certain work for us and we paid you well for that work since we left america you have found fault with nearly everything and in a good many instances which i need not recall just now you have not done as you agreed you are not the learned scientist you represented yourself to be instead if we are to believe our newly made friends here you are a pretender a big sham and a brute in the bargain this being so we intend to dispense with your services from this day forth we will pay you what is coming to you give you your share of our outfit and then you can go your way and we will go ours we absolutely want nothing more to do with you this long speech on sanders part was delivered amid a death-like silence as the student went on josiah crabtree bit his lip until the blood came once his baneful eyes fairly flashed fire at sanders and then at dick rover but then they fell to the ground and so you <laughs> throw me off he said 
drawing a long breath. Very well, but I demand all that is coming to me. You shall have every cent. And a complete outfit, so that I can make my way back to the coast? All that is coming to you, no more and no less, said Sanders firmly. But he shan't go without that thrashing, cried Dick, and catching up a long whip he had had Cujo cut for him, he leapt upon Josiah Crabtree and brought down the lash with stinging effect across the former teacher's face, leaving a livid mark that Crabtree was doomed to wear to the day of his death. There you are, and there is another for the way you treated Stanhope, and another for what you did to Dora, and one for Tom, and another for Sam, and another— Oh, oh, let up! The boy will kill me! shrieked Crabtree, trying to run away. Don't! I will be cut to pieces! Don't! Don't! And as the lash came down over his head, neck, and shoulders, he danced madly around in pain. At last he broke for cover and disappeared, not to show himself again until morning, when he called Chester to him, asked for and received what was coming to him, and departed, vowing vengeance on the rovers and all of the others. He will remember you for that, Dick, said Sam, when the affair was over. He will be your enemy for life. Let him be. I am not afraid of him, responded the elder brother. End of Chapter 26